Hi, welcome to Money Making Conversations. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversations talk shows about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That's because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by their success because their stories can offer direction and help you reach your goals through your planning and committed effort. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to listen about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. In order to do these shows, I have to have fantastic guests, and I have one on the line right now. My next guest is one of the world's most requested motivational speakers. She is a best-selling author, coach, founder, and CEO of Motivating the Masses Incorporated. From a struggling single mom, from a struggling single mom on public assistance to a millionaire entrepreneur, her global platform has reached nearly 8 million, 80 million people. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, my dear friend, Lisa Nichols. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited to be with you today, Rashawn. Thank you. Thank you. Success is, uh, is, is, has been a journey. You know, you've become a household name. Uh, to get everything started here, with that being said, what is your gift, Lisa? What, what would you say your gift is? It's mm, a great question to start with. I, I think my, my gift is the ability to see and feel uh, and be with people exactly where they are. Right. Uh, and, right. And, and then to be a a, 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 a possible pathway to the man or the woman that they're looking to become. So I, I, I can't be all of that to them, but I can be right where they are with them, hold that space, and then open up a doorway, a conversation, an action plan, a, a mindset on the journey to the person that they say they want to become. I love the way you kind of like say, you kind of hung on that word say, <laughs> you know, I'm listening to, you, you know, you're a motivator now, you know, you don't hang on a word that long unless it means that people have these dreams. They have these expectations of themselves, but is it the effort there? Is it the plan there? And that's what you're talking about when you're hanging on the word say, correct? Right, right. Well, first of all, yeah, I call that a verbal highlight. So I'm going <laughs> to highlight that word. That's uh, a verbal highlight. And, and, and it's, it's, I understand what your intentions are. I hear what you're saying. Right. But is the, tongue, is the tongue in your mouth and mm. the tongue in your shoe going <laughs> in the same direction? That's my question. It's a beautiful question to have because, you know, we always hear the word. That's popular words in the, in the motivational world. And that's everyday life now. You know, what's your brand? What's your passion? What's your give? Jump for the opportunity. You know, follow, your, you know, follow your lead. Uh, uh, go out on faith. These, these terms can be, they can be, they're, they're useful, but they can also be dangerous because just to go out on faith without a plan, I always tell people, is a mistake. And also, you know, not even understanding what your brand is. And sometimes you should, like, as you're growing your brand, you should stay where you are until your, your brand can somewhat afford you an opportunity to pay some bills. So when you're doing this whole process of traveling and meeting everybody, like I said in your in your intro, you know, from a struggling single mom on public assistance to a, mo a millionaire entrepreneur. How do you uh, balance those conversations, Lisa Nichols? You know, I, I, I adopted a long time ago this theory that I learned. I had never heard of it mm. until I was like probably into my late 30s, early 40s. 
and it was called, it's called cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. And cognitive dissonance, I invite anyone who's listened to my voice, look it up, study it, and become a, an, an, an avid applier mm-hmm. of cognitive dissonance. And right. cognitive dissonance is when you see yourself further in front of you than you actually are. Right. And you, you know that in order to get there, you have to do something different. So it's a disruption of the brain. The brain is seeing you in a space that you physically are not, financially are not. And you know that if that's who you are to become, you need to do some things that you're not doing, stop doing some things that you are doing, begin to adopt some ways of thinking that you haven't adopted yet, that literally there is a mental discomfort because the way you're living, being, operating, and what you're experiencing is incongruent to who you know yourself to be. Wow. So I, I early on, Rashawn, adopted that behavior and mindset. Right. Now, the interesting thing about that is that so, because you used the word early on. So let's go back to your background a little bit because there are a lot of people who want to be you or a version of you or feel that they can do this. They can motivate people because people call my show. They stop me in the streets. They know who I am. They go, hey, I want to get into motivational speaking business. I have some things I want to say. So how did you, well, tell us about your background and how did you get started, Lisa? Well, you know, it's funny because I didn't, I didn't step into motivation, inspiration, or transformation. Those are all, you know, in the same zip code. Right, right. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't step into this community saying I wanted to be this person. I stepped in this, into this community working to save my own life. Wow. So I, I, I am a wounded healer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a victim uh, who just kept going to Victor. And I set down the victim conversation and picked up the, I want to be a champion for this kind of experience for others because I came through it. So um, I discovered motivation because I was so depressed and Mm -hmm. I was so sad and I was broken, broken. Mm -hmm. And then I became tired of being broken, broken. It didn't happen overnight that I knew how to stop being broken, broken, broken. broken. (laughs) Um, I, I, I just started a quest to... One, discover who could I be if I stopped being this, this frustrated, angry, hurt, scared person? Who could I become? Who could I become if I stopped dimming my light and only showing you half of my light so that I don't uh, impose on, on your effort to find your own light? Who can I become uh, if I gave myself a thousand second chances because I've I keep falling down, but if I stop counting the fall downs and I stop counting and I start counting the get ups, who could I be? So I just kept, I put on my door, the Explorer hat, Rashawn, and I turned the light on on the, <laughs> on the front of it. And uh-huh. I just began to explore who Lisa can become mm-hmm. as a single mother, as someone born in, in, in South Central and lived between the Harlem thirties and the Roland sixties, who had three fights a week to get home from school, who's function, who is functionally dyslexic. Who could she become? So really, I started this journey just in discovery of who can I become. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I just started saying, I'm going to save the world. I'm going to inspire the world. Right. I'm going to be a millionaire. No, I, I said, I'm going to get off government assistance. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop needing WIC, women, infant, and children. I'm going to stop 
thinking I'm not beautiful in my mocha skin and my full lips with my round hips and my kinky hair. I'm going to stop. So my, the first part of my journey, I was running away from all my chaos. Mm-hmm. And then I bumped into possibility, and I liked the way it felt, and then I start pursuing something new. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. That's how it started. Everybody in the booth got the hand up. They got the hand up, Lisa. <laughs> they got the hand up now, you know. Everybody in the booth. White people, Amen. black people, everybody got the hand Amen. up. Right. You, right. That, that's a relatable a, speech, girl. That's a relatable man, speech. It, you man, know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's not a black thing. It's not a white thing. It's go. not a Christian thing. It's not a Buddha thing. It's not a woman thing. It's not. A, it's a human spirit. Right. My human spirit. When I discovered that my human spirit is unbreakable, it's unshakable, and it's unavailable to my bank account balance. Right. To this broke down relationship that I may have been in, mm-hmm. to how much I was weighing at the time, my human spirit has always and will always simply ask for the command. What are we going to conquer next? Give me a command. When I figured that out, Rashawn, when I figured that out, man, I just, I was like, <laughs> it was like the new, it was a new drug for me. <laughs> it literally was a new drug for me. I was like, oh, I'm going to take this in every day. I'm going to inhale it. I'm going to drink it. I'm going I'm, I'm to wear it. I'm going to rub it on. I'm going to bathe in it. Possibility. And when I realized that if I can think about it, but not just think about it, if I could see it clearly, clear colors, if I could smell it, I didn't want to just see my dreams. I wanted to smell them. I wanted to taste them. So I would go to people's house that live like I wanted to live. I'd find a way to get in. I'd find a way to get in, Rashawn, and I'd rub on their furniture. I would <laughs> rub on their center island. There I would rub on their cars. There and I'm not go. materialistic, right. but I believe that the God that I serve says if there is zero distance between you and it, then it is available to you. So I just put zero distance between me and all the things I dreamt about, the lifestyle, the people, the love. And then I, be, I felt it. I could taste it. I could see it. I could smell it. I took a picture next to it, and then I brought it back into my hemisphere in my mindset. And then I adopted cognitive dissonance. Please look that up, y'all. I said, who do I have to become? What do I have to do to shorten the distance between me and it? I'm just telling y'all. Okay, I'm going to be quiet now. Let you talk. I got excited. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, you know, I'm going to tell you something. That's why I love you. I'm telling you, right? You know, I, I, got the ch- I got this chance to see you live several years ago at Essence, just sitting in the back of the room, just sitting there having this same motivational tone Having people stand up, point at you. Yeah, girl, do it, do it. Talk, talk. You know, you know when people get motivated, they don't say much word. They don't say many sentences. Yeah. They just go talk, point at you, and you just look around, get your little oh, strut yeah. on, shake your hair left and right. Come on now, come on now, because that's the blessing of being able to find your gift, or find your passion, or or build upon it. Because when I hear you talk, you know, like I tell people in high school, I used to drive around in different neighborhoods. I used to cut out cars of that I I didn't I just liked them. I just knew this is the type of car I wanted if I had money to be in it, uh, to, to experience it, to to live it, to be it. And I always tell people when I walk around in people's houses where they have more money than me. You know, I, I just visualize how they would look. And so so when I when I buy something that I want is at that level, then I'm already there mentally. And so I always tell people, don't deny what you can get just because you think you don't have it currently. And that's what that means you shutting down your future. You shutting down your options to be successful. Well, and that's the wrong way to think. And so when I look at people talking about visionary board vision boards and all that, you know, that's nothing new. We just we just you know, it's just that's just a fancy word they put on a dream. 
That's just a fancy word right. they put on the word a goal. You know, vision boards have been, you know, Ford, he had a vision. You know, Edison, he had a vision board, you know. And so now we put all these words and we give too much power to these little fancy words like brands and gifts and and uh, and, and vision boards. And really just go back to who you are, what you want to be, what your dreams are capable of achieving and not what you're living at currently. And get rid of those naysayers because, you know, when you were starting to turn that corner, Lisa, the naysayer was coming out. Girl, what you trying to do? You sure about that? You better stay where you at. How do you fight off those naysayers, Lisa? Well, first of all, you know, going back to your um, visualizing and, and, and understanding about having things, I realize that there's a complete distinction between wealth. Wealth is a unilateral conversation around money and possessions. That's wealth. And while that's an indicator of some level of success, wealth is not the ultimate indicator of success. Abundance is. Um, abundance is not just a unilateral uh, uh, category called wealth, money, uh, and possessions. Abundance is uh, abundance in your relationships, abundant in ha- having health wealth, abundant in having spiritual wealth, abundant in having financial wealth. It's one category of a very large picture. Right. So I want to just be very clear that, that what I pursue and what I have pursued for the last 25 years and what I teach my students who step onto my multiple, my multiple forms in my campus is let's pursue abundance because abundance is going to feel a whole lot better than wealth. I coach a lot of very, very wealthy people right. how to have abundance. And so I just want to make that very clear that that's the thing that I value most in my life is that this past weekend, while I, I spoke for an event that had 46 different countries uh, present, the most exciting part about my weekend was on Friday night <clears throat> for the first time in 40 plus years, my father finally let me shave his beard. He finally trusted me enough <laughs> to shave his beard. And, <clears throat> and that was the highlight of my weekend right. uh, while I was talking to thousands and thousands of people and generating thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. That was the highlight. So I'm very clear. Um, naysayers. So let me just first set a tone that, um, you can never have someone who has a, um, you can never put your 64-ounce dream in someone who has a 24-ounce capacity. <laughs> so so, so let, let's, let's just start with the truth because the truth will set us all free. So I heard somewhere. <laughs> so you will have, if you have a 64-ounce dream, mm-hmm. then only give 24 ounces of that dream to someone who is a 24-ounce thinker. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Go find, go find a hundred and twenty ounce thinker mm-hmm. and give them your sixty four ounce dream. Right, and right, And watch right. them expand it. Right. So first of all, don't don't do a disservice to the twenty four ounce thinker or to you by giving your dream that's out of their capacity to someone. And I'm not saying anything negative about the twenty four ounce thinker. They're not thinking small. Their twenty four ounces is a hundred percent. They're twenty four ounces. <laughs> And they're totally fine until you go and try to cram your 64-ounce thought <laughs> into, their thought into their 24-ounce capacity. Right. Love them and be with them right where they are. So I'm going to say that and then say the people in your life did not sign up to be your business partner. They didn't sign up to be your fans. They didn't sign up to be the first readers of your book. They didn't sign up to make your book a bestseller. They decided to be your student. Allow them to be who they are. That's, that's number two. Number three is... Your job is to be born into a community, 
Mm-hmm. Biological, geographical, mm-hmm. spiritual, cultural, that's the community you were born into. Allow that community to coexist with you. Your second job is to go find your second community that's going to make you stand on your tippy toes. That's what I did. And when I found that second community, lo and behold, it was a conference. I was the only one of three women. I was the only person of any color. Right, right, so that's, right. that's across Latin, Asian, <laughs> Indian, no color but right. me. Uh-huh. And then I was the youngest person by 18 years. Mm-hmm. So I felt like an alien on an entirely different planet. Mm-hmm. And they were speaking an entirely different language. No hablo espanol. I didn't know what they were talking about. Right. They're talking about PPMs, term agreements, ROIs, revenue streams, um, re- revenue paths, and, and P&Ls. And I'm like, what are they talking about? Right. But I didn't run. I didn't run because I was different. I didn't run because I stood out. I didn't run because I was lonely. I would go to the conference. I would spend $3,782 that I didn't have. I would go there for eight days, and I would feel lonely and out of place. But I knew that group was causing me Mm -hmm. to stand, Roshan, on my tippy toes. They caused me to stay up at night and research, what does PPM mean, term agreement, ROI? What does it mean to have seven revenue streams? What does it mean to have a P&L? I had no idea what this stuff was. So this group, by being in their physical proximity, they kept me in cognitive dissonance. They Mm. kept me Mm. uncomfortable in Mm. who I could become Mm -hmm. if I stood around long enough. Mm. People often think when they become uncomfortable, they back away. And I say, don't back away. Don't back away from the discomfort. Mm -hmm. It's simply... It simply means that your conviction and your convenience, as you heard me say, don't live on the same block. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be convenient on your way to the greatest version of Of you. you. I'll say Mm -hmm. that again. You're not going to be convenient (laughs) on on the journey to the greatest version of you. Your your greatness lives on the outside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. What you've already done, you've already done. So if you're comfortable, it's because you ain't growing. If you complacent, if you feel good, everything, ooh, everything is good. Right. All things is good. Right. That means you're not at the edge of your box. I'm not saying feel bad, but I am saying feel stretched. Right there. Talking to the amazing, put the word amazing in front of her. Amazing Lisa Nichols, um, book-selling, best-selling author, coach, founder, motivational speaker, founder and CEO of Motivating the Masses. When we come back, she got a lot of things that are coming up in the fall, the extraordinary you, Elevate, Speakers, mastermind, powerhouse, motivating the teen spirit. We're going to talk about all that in our next break. She's amazing. We'll be right back with more money-making conversations with Rashawn McDonald. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money-Making Conversations. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn's show? Please welcome to Money-Making Conversations, comedian Dion Cole. A lot of people fail to realize when you look in the mirror every morning, you pass the most unique thing in the world. And I talk about this in my stand-up. You are unique in every way. you got to look at what's unique in you and then capitalize on it. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations, a show I created to provide information to individuals like you who are listening. There are people out there who are successful. There are people who have traveled some paths that you want to travel. They have dreams that you want to achieve. They have goals that you want to set. That's what Money Making Conversations is all about. More importantly, they motivate you not only with, with, with your spirit, but information. Information that 
is tied to work. You got to have work ethic. You have to have a, you can't limit yourself based on, I don't have enough time. I'm not an early morning person. You can't have excuses in your path to success. That's what, that's what Money Making Conversations is all about. One of the leaders in that, one of the true uh, queens, captains, uh, admirals, uh, presidents, uh, Diamond Club member, uh, amazing, is the incredible Lisa Nichols. Lisa, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about this right quick. Let's talk about the impact you've had on the teens. Through your nonprofit foundation, Motivating the Teen Spirit, you have touched the lives of over 270,000 teens, prevented over 3,800 teen suicide, supported 2,500 dropouts and returning them to school, and has helped thousands to reunite with their families. Okay, that's a mouthful. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. That, you know, when you say it, I still, my, my heart expands. I, at 19, um, I had already been, you know, um, a, a super achiever in, in some areas in school right. uh, as, as a track, as an, as an athlete, um, uh, as, a, as a social leader in school, though I struggled academically in a lot of areas. I, I, I seemed to be very happy. And at 19, I found myself um, in a very dark place. And I even contemplated suicide. Right. And I, I remember standing in the bathroom with a handful of uh, Tylenol, and I wasn't sure if they would do the trick. I had eight Tylenol, to be exact, and extra strength Tylenol. And I wasn't sure if this would be enough. But I realized I didn't really want to die. I just wanted the pain that I felt in my soul to stop. Mm. And I remember falling to my knees and crying out to God in my little one-bedroom house that my dad and I lived in, and I said, God, if you help to relieve me of this pain right now, I'll spend the rest of my life helping teens be emotionally healthy, to find joy, to be able to discover how to have um, healthy conversations. I'll, I'll, I'll be a part of the solution, God. I remember that day like it were yesterday, Rashawn. And um, I went on for, uh, I got up, got through that got through that dark moment. And 10 years later, I'm busy, you know, starting getting my life together. I'm a new mom. Jelani is just one years old and I feel this knot. And it was God saying, it's time for you to to pay on that promise you made me. Right. (laughs) And, and he didn't have to knock hard. He didn't didn't have to knock loud. He didn't have to knock loud. Yeah. 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 And you know, I shrugged it off the first uh, couple of times. God, wait, hold on. I'm just finding my rhythm. I got this job. I'm I'm making six figures. I was Mm. making $110,000 at the time. I was excited. I'm like, God, I'm, I'm I'm getting off, you know, government assistance. Finally, Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll pay you back later. I promise you. I promise. And Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> kept hearing that knock, <laughs> and uh, and I, and uh, so I I created motivating the teen spirit, um, and motivating the teen spirit is an emotional literacy program. It's I, I want to be very clear. It's not for it's not a youth intervention program. So it's not a place for teens who have behavioral challenges or for kids who've just been in trouble to come. While it is their haven, so that they can find their own emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. We for every teen we have that's in academic or social trouble, we sitting next to them is a, is a child who has a 4.4 GPA. Mm. And so motivating the teen spirit is designed to be the, the, one of the few spaces where teens and young adults, because now we go up to age 25, they can discover how to 
distinguish between their negative self-talk and their powerful self-talk, um, how to access their self-esteem when it's been challenged by something that's occurred, how to get back an in integrity when they've broken an integrity contract, something that's never spoken of and never mentioned, but when you break it, it risks a relationship. So teaching them the life skills around emotional intelligence um, and um, I'm super excited. We, we do our events three times a year in San Diego, and we also travel and bring those same um, uh, trainings and workshops, emotional literacy workshops, right. to your community near you. Uh, what I'm excited about is that the lead trainer and the director of Motivating the Team Spirit now is my 25-year-old son. Congratulations. And Jelani. Mm-hmm. And so he now teaches the curriculum. I teach beside him sometimes, mm-hmm. um, but he grew up in it. You know, right. it was a thing that shaped his character. So he has it steeped in him more than it was even steeped in mm-hmm. me. Um, and so um, it's some of the work that I am the most, I'm the proudest of. Mm-hmm. So you've heard that statement, the preacher's kid. So he's a motivation kid. He's an MK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. He, well, 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 let me go a step further. He's uh, a TK. He's a transformational kid. So oh, there you he, go. He, like, he, I, mama wasn't. Mama just wasn't into the rah rah. Mama right, right, was right. Into the substance. I said, right. son, who, mm-hmm. your character is defined by what you do in the dark of the night when no one's looking. I don't care what you do when the lights are on mm-hmm. you. I want to know mm-hmm. the decisions you make when mm-hmm. no one's looking. Mm-hmm. So he's a TK. He's a transformational. There kid. you go. There you go. And, uh, you know, you know, just reading some of the questions that they sent over and they was talking about retreats that you do. And, uh, and I wanted to talk about you have, a, it was kind of broken down in a way. So you have black women only, and then you have a different one for men and women. Explain that rationale on, and also tell us what exactly Absolutely. is your or your retreats. So the so the second retreat that, that you mentioned is really my first retreat, and that's what we call our breakthrough retreat. And uh-huh. we're on our way uh, to our breakthrough retreat in a couple of weeks here, and then we have another one coming up. But our breakthrough <laughs> retreat is designed for everyone: men, women, black, white, Asian, Latino, everyone. And it's a place where superheroes and super sheroes come to take your cake off. Mm. So the the exclusivity I have with all my retreats is that I want game changers to come only. I want movers and shakers. I want people who are the answer to other people's challenges, meaning if you're the one who gets the calls to get things done, if you're the one who's everyone else's answer, if you're the one that in the middle of your crisis, you're still trying to help other people, this retreat is for you. And so this retreat is a retreat where you come and at the door – at the door, you metaphorically take your cape off and sit it down, and we put it away for a week. And then what I do is I help to heal the healers. I help to restore those who restore others. So um, you come, and I, we, we create a safe space for you to um, reignite, rejuvenate, recharge, recommit, redesign your life as is or what's next. And so, really, um, my last retreat had seven doctors there. Um, Our retreat before that had a gentleman who had been the the counsel to eight presidents. Um, uh, I have have people who work at NASA, people who who are entrepreneurs who are serving thousands and thousands of people like yourself. So, it's a place where... We're leaders, movers and shakers, game changers, gladiators, and unicorns come to take our cape off. So, that's the breakthrough retreat. That's for everyone. And then... I have the exact same experience, but I have it exclusive for mover and shaker black women. And that was the thing that I created just because I know her, I am her, Mm -hmm. um, and it's no discount to any other gender, any other nationality. I just knew that I needed a place 
where I can restore my faith in sisterhood. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's important. And, I can, and, 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 and not everyone, not many people, matter of fact, only one kind of person t- can get in a, a black woman who's into leadership space. And that's another black woman that's right. in leadership that she trusts. Her, like, man, can't, uh-huh. her man can't get in her right. face. I got six her sisters. Friend, I know. <laughs> you know, you know. Absolutely. And so mm-hmm. I really, I, I didn't create that, that retreat. That retreat came after me and got me. Cause I spoke at all these conferences right. with, with, with black women leadership from for, at black enterprise at BET mm-hmm. at all of these, conferences where that mover and shaker black woman go and they kept following me saying you need a place create a place where you can deep dive with us because we trust you lisa and so i didn't design that as a new program these sisters came and got me and said we choose you as the person who can check us love us require us to heal help us heal and then allow us to hold each other's hands while we heal and i just answered okay wow that's powerful. There's a couple of things that you're doing that I really want to get the message, the, the information out about. It's called the Speakers Mastermind Program, which is an exclusive live training workshop to help speakers take themselves to a new level. And you're launching the Elevate, an online personal development program in this year, June of this year. So let's start with the Peak Speakers Mastermind Program and then let's slide over to the Elevate. So, so many people are aspiring to be speakers. As Now, there's two types of speakers. There's the non-platform speaker, and right. that's everybody. That's anyone who opens their mouth, and they want to convince, inspire, motivate, or educate someone. So that's the school teacher. That's the judge. That's the, the person who works in automotive. That's the salesman. That's the saleswoman. That's, that's multi-level marketing on any level. Anyone who ever gets a network marketing, direct sales, you are a speaker because you want to convince, inspire, motivate someone to take action. That's the school teacher. And so there's the non-platform speaker. They need to master their speaking. You want to be a masterful speaker when you open your mouth, even though you're not on stage. And then there's the platform speaker. And that would be you and me and those who want to create a platform from their speaking. So there's non-platform speakers and platform speakers. Either way, I want to train you to master your voice and master your message. And what I broke down were the 14 points that turn the body of speaking into the art and science of speaking. I looked at everything, Rashawn, that I'd done over the last 25 years that kept making everything I touched turn to gold. How did I go... How did I get the chicken soup for the soul offer? How did I get the secret offer? Right. How did I be a standout on Oprah? How did I then get to Larry King? I, I took Steve all Harvey, the years all that stuff. and I mm-hmm. looked back and I said, let me bottle up. If I could bottle up what I was doing unconsciously, mm-hmm. it was my unconscious competence. If I can make my unconscious competence a conscious competence and then share that with someone, what would it look like? And that speaker's mastermind. Well, you know, the beauty of this conversation I'm having with you is that, you know, they have uh, singing coaches and classes. And I know when I was in L.A., I went to acting, acting, acting classes. You know, you want to train as a, a to stay in shape. And you want to, that's all, that's all you're saying. Is that this is, yep. a, this is a speaker, speaker. Do you want to be the best at it? You know, a platform, a non-platform person? That, come, come, we finally have that resource. You finally yep. have, you know, the exactly. Vince Lombardi of speakers, you know, the, out there telling you, come in here. Because I always tell people, you know, it's really interesting. Once as I, as being a former stand-up comic, once you know how to tell a joke, you can actually tell somebody how to tell a joke. 
And because right. there are right ways and wrong ways. And you can be funny or you're going to be funny for a short amount of time on stage or you're going to be funny for a long period of time on stage. And when you're doing yeah. these mastermind, the speaker's mastermind, let me give you the correct title, program, elevating and, and an exclusive training workshop to help speakers take themselves to a new level, it's important to understand that that, you know, you can top off or you can level off or you can, like, stop growing. And it takes an expert. It takes a person being able to see themselves or see you at the next level. I was watching this uh, Bradley Cooper when he was talking about his acting coach. Uh, she's a female. And uh, how she was able to get him to turn the corner because he was all he never had faith in himself. He was always break down. But somehow she was able to. Let him see the light. Let him see his ability. Let him walk through his fears. And he's an Oscar winner, you know, a director, you know, one of the major players. And that's all you're saying at the Speakers Mastermind program, correct? Yep, absolutely. And we have Speakers Mastermind uh, is, a, is, is four concentrated days together with me mm-hmm. where I lead you through all the techniques on that I've broken down to the science of speaking. But what I love about the training, uh, and we do have an online live version of that where I teach you online live if you're out of the country or if you, mm-hmm. or if you want to do a different version of it. Um, I teach you and then you apply it. I teach you and you apply it. I'm a coach. Right. So I like you to. Dis- I want you to discover your own muscles. I want right. you to build your own abs. I want you to do your own curls. So at the end of the program, you're lifting more than you've ever lifted before. You've you've surpassed where you were when we started together. And so what I love about the the training is that it's interactive, experiential. It's not just theory. It's not just concept. It's not just you know, academia, it's no applied learning. Show me your video. Let me give you feedback on your video. Right. Show me your live stand-up. Let me give you feedback on it. So it's one of the most engaging platforms that I have watching your technique grow. And so I'm super excited that I finally was able. This mm-hmm. is after 16 years right. of people asking me to show them how to do what I do. Mm-hmm. How do your videos go viral with 47 million views in seven days? Mm-hmm. And I, for a long time, I was like, I'm not sure. Then I thought, you know what? <laughs> let, let me go back and let me do my, let me do the work. Right. Do the due diligence. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it took me five years to mm-hmm. come up with this process that I can walk people through that says you will not, cannot fully participate in this program and be the same level speaker, whether it's non-platform or platform speaker, as you were before you came in. You, there's no way wow. possible. Um, and so I'm super excited about it. Uh, it's going to be my legacy. It's going to be the thing I leave to the industry. I leave through, you know, speaking is the wild, wild west. There's right. no structure in it. It's, it's too new. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I want to give the industry, give the for all the people who feel like they're terrified of speaking, I want to give them some formulas that will reduce their fears because they'll replace their fears with skill sets. And then I want to give the people who love to speak, I want to give them some formulas and tools so they can take it to the next level, not so that they can shine brighter, but so that everyone can serve higher. Yeah, I want to close out talking about this one event that's coming up in May, May 1st through the 3rd. It's in Los Angeles. Oh, so I'm so excited. Come on now. I got to help you promote this, girl. Okay, so make sure you send me the... We, we could also, you can come back on the show as well, but I'm sure it's going to be sold out by the end. It's called Extraordinary You, Personal Development Live Event, May 1st through the 3rd in Los Angeles. It's your show. Tell us about it, Lisa. Wow. So it is the first ever personal mastery, life game-changing, three-day 
um, conference that I've ever done like this. So this is the culmination of all the YouTube videos that I put out there that people love. Right. All of the things that they've seen on stage when people say, oh my God, you had me get up again. Oh my God, you had me wave my hand. Oh my God, you had me get out of this. <laughs> really? Oh my God, you had me stand in my greatness. Right. So for the first time ever, I'm going to say, if I've done anything like that for you or you want that in your life, come and we're going to spend three days simply elevating and igniting and put setting your life on fire. We're going to do some interactive things that are going to literally have you break through old belief systems, have you continue going where you normally would stop, have you adopt a new way of thinking. We're going to confront and push past cognitive dissonance in the room. But the most important thing I think happens there is that I have the ability to gather some of the best game changers and movers and shakers, gladiators and unicorns on the planet, we'll have at least 14 different countries in the room to now be available to be added to your Rolodex. I encourage and design a time for you to commune with people, exchange information, find out what you're doing, become mm-hmm. international, expand your own platform. So it's um, when I tell you it's going to be three days of sheer fire, this morning I just secured one of the baddest brothers I've ever met inside transformation for men to men. And right. he just said, yes, I'm there. Come on so now. I'm super excited, super excited. Now. If you want to know about it, it's not even publicized yet. Mm-hmm. It will sell out. We are always a fire hazard. We always get <laughs> shut down by the fire department. I love it. They don't shut the event down. They just tell us no more people can come in no the room. No more people standing in front of the door. No more Stop. In the room. Stop. Right. They stand in front of the door. They're like, no <laughs> more people because I will pack it out. And so... Right now, um, going to my site, MotivatingTheMasses.com, MotivatingTheMasses.com, you'll see the advertisement there. Um, We are limiting it. I'm not trying to have thousands and thousands of people there initially. I want my first one to be super, super um, intimate uh, with uh, just a few hundred people there. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be super exciting in Los Angeles. So plan to be with me. When I tell you you want to set the second half of your year on fire, come to the Extraordinary You Conference and we'll do it together. Lisa Nichols, she is one of the world's most requested motivational speakers, the CEO and founder of Motivating Motivating the Masses Incorporated. Lisa, thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me, brother. Awesome. Uh, If you want to hear more episodes of Money Making Conversations, go to moneymakingconversation.com or YouTube and type in Money Making Conversations. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.